Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 108. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the online cruise. <laughs> Virtually talking about business technology each and every week here at Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. Pull yourself up a margarita man. I would really like a margarita right now. <laughs> We're going to just uh, sit over here right next to the pool. This is fitting music, you know. Yeah. I've been working. I worked about 12 to 14 hours yesterday. Yeah. On one thing. The cruise for gspn.tv. Oh, nice. That's right, my friend. The 2013 magical community cruise that uh, is going to be absolutely out of this world, especially since that after 12 to 14 hours of working on the thing, I decided to completely dump everything that my wife and <laughs> and yeah. Allison had worked on for so hard and, and Randy so hard and said, you know what? Eh, scratch it. Let's go. Let's go different route. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do me a favor. Go to go quickly to uh, gspn.tv slash cruise. Tell me when you got it. Is that on the internet? It is. It's on the night. Um, there. Yeah. Do you see that? It's pretty. Yeah. It, you know what? It took an hour to make it that pretty because <laughs> because that's a, it's really I, I wasn't happy with the ship. So, um, you know, basically... I, I did a bunch of searching and, and things and found that this was not the ship that I wanted us to go on. So uh, we are we are not going on the Norwegian. We are going to go on a Disney cruise. Oh, yes. I've heard of Disney before. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited. So basically, I'm going to take all the work that I did yesterday, dump it all out the window, and we're starting with square one. Uh, and yeah. actually it should take no time at all because really most of it was waiting on itineraries and stuff to come out. So 2013 itineraries are out and we will be cruising ah, Disney style. What is cruising Disney style? Cruising Disney style is, well, Disney style, forget yeah. about cruising, just Disney style is pure awesomeness. Have you been to Disney World? Uh, no. Oh, have you been to Disneyland? I um, have been to a Disney store. I think I was in Minnesota. Yeah, Disney store should still be a <laughs> Disney store should still be a somewhat pleasant experience. Although I don't, I don't go into them very often. But uh, let me just tell you something. There's nothing like going to Disney. It is. It is real. It really is an experience, and yeah. it's it's not about the mouse, and it's not about it's not about um it it it's one of those things like it. You're just treated the way you should be treated. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's out of this world awesomeness. And uh, everything's clean. Everything is, I mean, they, they have they have core values that they stick with. Nice. And, and it's just run extremely well. So anyway, um, yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to be completely redoing all of the marketing materials that I was cre- creating and, and stuff like that. And I just, last night I just like, ugh. This is not the this is not the environment that I had imagined for our cruise. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
if you're yeah. paying for it, you should be happy with it. So, well, and that's the thing. I, I think I could have made, and that's the thing. I could have made do, but that's not what I want. It's like, hey, come cruise with us. We'll make do together. Come and cruise with us. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> hey, just think of it this way. It gets us from point A to point B. That's right. That's how much we love our Come ship. Come cruise with us. It'll be decent. <laughs> It'll be de- That's exactly <laughs> what I was, it's like, you know, those marketing slogans weren't, it's one of those things where you under promise over deliver. That's a, that's a core value of mine. Yeah. And, and that's, I couldn't do it with this cruise. I, with the, with the Norge- Norwegian sky, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's why I'd been dreading, you know, just like, ugh. anyway. So, um, yeah, we're going to be going Disney cruising. If anybody's interested, um, you know, check it out, gspn.tv slash cruise. It'll eventually get updated to show a Disney stuff and and all those things. In fact, I should probably just dump what's there now. But anyway, Andy, we've got plenty of things to talk about. How's, how's things going for you, man? You ready for Christmas? Everything's slowing down? I got to be honest. I have not thought about Christmas that much. You know uh, what? I got grilled today because I had... Oh, I heard I about it further. I was, I was, uh, I was in intercessory. intercessory? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to intercede for you. Thank you. And it didn't work. Oh, well. I was, the Lord did not answer my prayers. <laughs> I was not doing He's well. like, no, he's on his own, pal. Um, <laughs> so, so you haven't been thinking about Christmas much. You know it's Sunday, right? It, uh, well, today's Thursday. Right. No, I know Christmas is Sunday. I'm just yeah. being a smart aleck. No, dude. I, you know, really, it's the, my kids are very young. And they, you know, we're not, we don't have a Christmas tree up in our house because my kids are so young. I'm just begging for it to fall over on one of them. So we don't have one. Um, you know, we have some lights up and stuff, but really the big thing is uh, I, I read a, a post that was, um, then we can jump into business stuff, but I, I want to tell this because oh, well, you asked about Christmas. Go ahead, go ahead and tell me this, So, but be, I just want to say we're not going to jump straight into business stuff because I'm going to ask why we're no longer friends, but you go ahead with your story first. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'd be happy to explain that. So there was this post that this, this lady wrote and it, one of her children asked her a very poignant question, which is... Why are we giving each other? What does Jesus get on his birthday? Right, right. And and her answer was nothing. <laughs> she didn't say that, but the answer was nothing. That that Jesus didn't get anything for his birthday. Um, and the reason he didn't get anything for his birthday is because we all gave gifts to each other. And I'm not trying to like poo poo on Christmas, but if the point of of Christmas is really to honor Christ, then this woman found a a, a way to do that. So on Christmas. For 12 days leading up to Christmas, they sit around with these catalogs from different ministries that serve the poor, and they say, oh, are we going to buy rabbits today or goats or, you know, and every year they, like, buy a well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's really got me thinking, and, and we're not going to, like, put an end to presents in our family, but my kids are young enough they're not, like, obsessed with Christmas yet. Yeah. And, um, and, and frankly, it hasn't snowed here yet, yeah. and, which is insane for South Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, and so it doesn't feel very Christmassy. And business stuff has been the, the the pinnacle of my of my year has been in the last week right. uh, for my business, and so I've just been very focused on that opportunity versus Christmas. Right. Well, so, I know I know I can actually say that I completely understand where you come from. Thank you. I can. I, I'm so glad that I'm not alone in this area. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not, I'm not anti Christmas either. It, it's just that you know, it's it's Sunday. Yeah, okay. When Sunday comes and it's Christmas, then hopefully I might wake up and say, "Wow, it's Christmas." But yeah. uh, so far, that's that that feeling just hasn't come 
yet. <laughs> Not quite yet. No yeah. Christmas. No Christmas spirit has has indwelt. I've been, I've been playing the music and stuff. No, I'm I'm yeah. I'm not like you in that. I, I'm digging the music and found some really good stuff. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so you know, so I, why aren't we friends? So no, yeah, I want to know. Uh, you know, here, here's what's funny, Cliff. The whole point of me unfriending people on Facebook, and if you want to know why I did that, go to andytrub.com/slash/friends. I think or just go to andytrub.com, uh-huh. and it's like my second to last post. You are the exact kind of person that I was not intending to unfriend, and I don't know why you're unfriended. <laughs> because the whole pur- that's why I was confused when you said that. But the whole purpose of me unfriending a ton of people, which goes against tons of marketing and branding and blah blah blah, was that um, I Facebook started to I, I started to allow Facebook. Facebook cannot control me. I started to um, allow Facebook to distract me. And, and I couldn't really actually use Facebook for what I think it's, it's best for, which is keeping up with people I care about and I'm interested in. And, and that doesn't mean that I don't care. Or I'm not interested in a lot of people. It just means that I'm a human being and I only have a certain capacity to care and know about so many people. And what's fascinating to me is the Facebook effect is that you can know what your you know, 12th grade best friend had for lunch or name their kid. And, and this might sound like a big jerky thing to say, but like, I don't really care. Like that, that I, I moved on. I, I live seven States away and it's nice that they had a kid, but why not have a tool that actually can be used to keep up with people you know and care about on a more daily and more intimate basis. Right. And so I'm trying to turn Facebook from this yellow or white pages for my whole life into actually a tool to interact with people that I know and care about on a deeper level. Right. Which is not Facebook. Most people, Facebook is just, oh, I know you from whenever. So it's not a privacy thing. It's not like I care that people see pictures of my cute kids or whatever. It's just I'm just trying to treat it differently. And so I, I, I unfriended like 350 people the first day I did this. And I haven't done it since because I've been so busy. Right. But I, didn't, I do not know why you're unfriended. <laughs> and, I, and I am humbly clicking add friend right now. And if you would humbly accept that. That would be happy. Let, let me think and, about that. Yeah, <laughs> you think about it. What you know? Send me your your list of demands. That's funny. So, so by the way, uh, just so you know, there's there's quite the episode of uh, social media serenity this week because we yeah. did, we did get to your message and and you were right and you had said you had heard some things some some things I might be saying and you know as you were speaking the words and and I think I I got most of it out. <laughs> <laughs> So that'll be fun to hear your 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 response to that. Yes. Uh, it, it, it yeah, it is. So anyway, uh, we will talk about some bez- business technology stuff. I know that you had sent me a link to uh, this really cool looking iPen. Is it yeah. I P E N? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, so iPen. So tell me it, it, a little a bit about this. Well, oh. first, understand this. It's a Kickstarter thing. I changed the link. You can go to the Kickstarter now. Oh, okay, cool. So, the, so, you can so this is a real pen right, right now. now. No, they're coming out in January. The original funding was for 35000 They got 83000 out of 978 backers. You have to, if you were one of the first 250 and you pledged 50 bucks, you got a pen. Now you have to pledge 79 or more to get a pen. Hundred and fifty will get you two pens. Two hundred and seven will get you three pens. Um, and the the unique part about this is that you and it has another attachment. It goes into the um, it's like a calibrator, uh, and it goes into the charging port. 
of uh, the iPad, and that is what allows it to be so precise uh, in its in its writing. So it really is very 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 precise, and it it knows when your palm is touching, so it won't register that. Um, so I would encourage folks. We'll have it in the show notes, but it's a Kickstarter. I just typed in Kickstarter iPen, and it pulled it up. There's only four more days in it. Um, so it says uh, December, so midnight on December 26th is when um, the project closes. Yeah. And they're expecting to ship in January. And for those of you who are listening to this and it's already past that date, it's probably not that big of a deal. After they're available in January, I'm sure they're making more than the people that bought them. And so you should probably be able to pick them up in a, from their website and buy them afterwards as well. Um, th- at least that's what's been happening with most of the the stuff that I've purchased sure. through Kickstarter, like um, yep. the gil- the glyph. And my co- by the way, my cosmonaut finally came in. I did too. Did you get your cosmonaut? Yeah. Uh, you know what what it's good for? Have you ever played? Um, oh, hold on. I, I'm gonna turn on my. By the way, the cosmonaut. For those who don't know. And you can buy them now for like 25 bucks. It's just a, it's almost like a felt tip marker or like a dry erase marker um, with um, iPad um, pen. Exactly. Right? So. It's like, it's like those big fat Crayola crayons. Remember yeah. those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. So um, Flight Control HD. Have you ever heard of this game? Uh-uh. It is, it is addictive. And uh, I think it's probably $2.99 or $4.99. I'm not sure. But anyway, Flight Control HD, what it is is you get all these little planes that are let, come onto the screen and they need to land. And you get these different runways. And the runways are color-coded to the color of the plane. And so you have to actually take your finger and you touch the plane. And then you draw a path to, Ooh, to no the pressure. runway. And the, pressure. and the thing is, is you got planes going in all these different directions and you have to keep them from crashing into each other. And so you're the flight controller is what you are. And I'll be honest with you, it, it, it's a fun game. I actually, I really enjoy playing it. But, um, you know, I, I could only do so well with my, you know, doing this with my finger. But literally holding the cosmonaut in my hand and actually using that, it's almost like it's cheating. It, it's, it's just like, because you actually can still see the screen while right. you're drawing and it, it's really cool so anyway business technology if you want to get better <laughs> well the point was to talk about writing tools uh and, and that's why i think the ipad is unique because there's a new app i'm using called upad and i'm not is that the is that the one that they were using in the uh in the video no that is ghost writer i think so that's what called. that was ghost writer which by the way looks like an amazing application in that video yeah, it looks pretty sweet upad is upset me but i don't know if it's upad's fault or mine it, but it looked like an app i would not be interested in well upad for me what i've been using it for is i've and this is just the development of my business i'm I, i've i'm about a week away from contracting to create shows podcasts for four different authors and several of the books aren't released yet and so they have pdf versions so the the publisher sends me the pdf version and i want to take notes on it using the ipad so there's this great app upad you can pull up a pdf and then you can zoom in and write your notes and zoom back out and they look you know they look smaller so i've done this and actually did it for the first 20 pages of a book and then i went to go sync and it was just gone like the app was gone and then i realized oh i just I should have it should have like a Dropbox function where it saves a, a backup to Dropbox. So I email them and I say, "Hey, you know, I love your app, but you know, you need a backup function to like Dropbox or something." I said, "Oh, we do have a backup function. 
just go here and here. And I'm like, okay. And then it saves it somewhere to your iTunes directory, which is not intuitive, like going in to find your iTunes files directory or whatever. Um, and so the second time I just went to go look at my iPad and my iPad app was gone and I don't know why, but anyway, um, it's great, but you know, like I really, really want these things built in to have a online backup, like automatic or just to work without a bunch of bugs. Yeah. So I don't know if I should be hating on iPad, but I actually like the app quite a bit. Um, and I don't know if you knew this, but Kindle updated their app yesterday and you can now send PDFs and other documents to Kindle to read them on your iOS device. That's cool to hear. So, I, I mean, you could do this to your Kindles, but now you can actually do personal documents to your actual uh, Yeah, your Kindle iOS device. Yep, yep. That's and it cool. actually has a different menu now when you go and it has books, newsstand, and then docs. And those are your documents. You know what? Uh, I heard that they were going to start doing periodicals in there as well now, like the yeah, newspapers yeah. and blogs That's and stuff. Understand. Yep. 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 Interesting. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you, um, I have uh, some news. This is, might come as a shock to you, except for the fact that you probably saw it in Wunderlist. And that is, I have finally, in 2011, got rid of my fax, fax account. Good for you. My, I, I had been, ever since I started my business, became officially self-employed, I created a MyFax account over at MyFax.com. And I will tell you that I have been paying $15 a month every single month since I've had my business. So that's 2008. So 2008, 9, 10, 11. That's four years. So 15 times 12 times four. So since, you know, in the last four years, I've paid $720 to receive, ready for this, seven faxes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's only a, it's only an average of about a hundred dollars per fax to receive. Wow, that's not bad, right? Did I do that math right? I'll let you make the distinction of whether that's bad or not, pal. But because <laughs> I don't I don't want to poop on your parade or anything. But <laughs> it, well, I'll uh, t- well, let's just put it this way: I will say that the faxes that I have received, um, let's see here, let's see four, eight of actually, did I say seven faxes? No, yeah. I've received eight faxes. Oh, I'm sorry. Then it's worth it. It's worth it. You're good. My but bad. I, will, I apologize. I prejudged you. I will tell you that the faxes that I received each generated $2,400. Okay. So, okay. but if, however, there there would have been multiple ways that I could have got that signed document back. Rather yeah, as I said, you could have you could have probably saved money by walking to your nearest fax machine and yeah. So, so. I, I I just wanted to I just wanted to say because I know we've talked about this in the past. Uh, and here's the the only thing that feels weird is the fact that you know there are probably about five thousand business cards that are floating around this world that actually have my fax number on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's okay. But I, I mean, you, I tell you, my dude. But like I but like I said, uh, five thousand business cards out there, and the only time I've ever received a fax is when I actually sent somebody a document and says, "Can you please fax me back this by the end of today?" Yeah. And, so anyway, yep, no, no fax. So if you're listening anymore. to this, I want you to email Cliff and say, "Hey, I was going to fax you something, but no, don't do that." Yeah, yeah, it won't happen anymore. Um, the other thing, have I ever told you about? You know, you know, I've talked about how the fact that I'm doing my to do list in my text document, right? 
Yes, your to-do list inspired by Entree Leadership. Entree. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about Scratchpad.txt? No, sir. Please do. I would love to tell you about Scratchpad.txt. Let me ask you this. Have you ever taken notes in a like a notebook, uh, you know, related to a meeting that you're in? Um, I did all last week. Lots of notes. Can I ask you a question? Why is Vicky in there saying, is it time to start the show? I, <laughs> I don't understand. She goes, "Are you? have you started the show yet? Anyway, the show is now we're, 20- we're talking about business technology, Vicky. What do you? Yeah, yeah what's going? Me. What's going on here? What's going on, with Vicky? Is she in a time warp? You know, I think she's probably in a different time time uh, <laughs> parallel universe. Oh, where we have not yet. She started is quite the show. powerful. And if you want to be in a different parallel universe, you can go to gspn.tv/live. So yes, Vicky, we've started recording. That's yes, really we are recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, maybe so, Vicky is just totally screwing with us. She and we is. Fell for it. So yes, Merry we, Christmas to you too, Vicky. Thanks for. <laughs> anyway. So, All right. So what? What am I? What was Scratchpad? Scratchpad. So anyway, I okay. I have remember my. I've got the um, pulse pen. I told you about the digital pen. Yep. And I write in a special notebook, and it syncs everything. Okay, that was great for the longest time until the fact that I really got tired of the 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 pen point on it. It's it's a, it's it's a ballpoint pen, and I don't like ballpoint pens. I never did. I don't know why I got so excited about the pen. I guess it was a gadget and stuff like that. So I used it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. and it's a useful tool, but it's one that, honestly, I'm just not using anymore. So I decided, you know, I'm just going to get notebooks, and I'm going to get myself a really nice pen. Like, I've got a pen right now. I use this. Uh, it's a Japanese-style pen, and in it, in it, in it writes like a... Almost <laughs> okay, I got to tell you, the first thing that jumped to my mind was the Sobakawa pillow. <laughs> you, remember, you remember those things? I have no idea. No. They had, like, wood chips in it. Anyway, <laughs> well, anyway, this this pen writes as if it was like a, a um, old style calligraphy pen. You know, uh-huh. you, you I mean, oh, here and here's the thing: if you touch the tip on a piece of paper and you and you don't withdraw the tip, it will soak every bit of ink out of the pen. It's one of those kinds. Okay. So the the idea is that you don't you there is no pressure. You just if you just lightly glide the pen. You write, and the thing is, is, I write super, super tiny. I mean, like my my writing is super tiny. Yeah, actually, yeah, because I remember you. Yeah, I remember seeing something you wrote. Yeah, because I, yes. I I took a picture of my prayer journal once. Yes, and you saw, it, and I wrote that with my little Japanese. Some band. of those prayers were answered by that last week, by the way. Sweet, I'm so excited to hear that. Anyway, so I have, um, you know, I have these notebooks all over the place, and the thing is, is you know, where what notebook is that in? What notebook is this in? And the worst one is. You know, the other day I was like, you know what? I'm going to work on that cruise, you know, marketing materials and stuff like that. The thing is, though, is Stephanie and Sarah were recording Authentic Life Radio. So I went ahead and went out to Barnes and Noble and I was going to do some work from there. And I realized that my notebook with all those notes sitting on my desk. Right. So I decided I'm going to create, you know, this to do list thing has been working perfectly for me. Wonderful. So I I have I have a little you know shortcut on my dock down at the bottom just to to do to do list dot txt uh-huh. and right next that to that is a shortcut to another text document that's also in my plain text uh, yeah. Dropbox folder and it's called scratchpad dot txt and what it is is it's just any notes that I have with anybody about anything and I never delete them. So it's just an ongoing text document. So if you and I had a 
conversation today, I would I, I actually have a, a text expander thing where I type in L-L-I-N-E for line and it uh-huh. puts these dashed lines at a predetermined, you know, length. Okay. And, and then right below that, I type in D-D-A-T-E, which text expander then puts the date and time. And then right below that, I just say, you know, notes with Andy telephone call. Uh, and then as we're talking, I just write down anything that you say, anything that needs to be thought of and, and stuff like that. And then after the call, I take the information that I put in my notes and I either put that in my to-do list or I put it over here or put it there. But I always copy. I never cut it out and I never delete it. And the reason why is because what if I need it down the road? And so I just I always start at the top and I push down the older content down further into the document. So the newest stuff's always on the top of the TXT file. And now anytime I want, I can just go into my scratch pad and do command F and do a search for any bit of text. And it pulls up those different locations in that scratch pad.txt file. Gotcha. Are you exporting some of those to high rise? Uh, yeah, well, I just, yeah, I'll copy, you know, I, I will, I, I will go into like Andy Traub in high rise and I will copy all of those notes and say, here are the notes from a call today and then uh-huh. paste it. But there's, but the thing is, is not everything goes into high rise, but ev- but everything does go into scratch pad. And if, the, and if I actually had it in scratch pad, there's no reason for me to delete it out just because I moved it to high rise. Okay. Does does that almost make sense? I mean, it's just the fact it's like, what was that, you know, what was that account number or what was that confirmation number they gave me when I paid that bill? Um, It's just, it's just fun. It's a fun way to keep all of my notes. And what's really cool is there have been several times where I've had phone conversations with somebody and they shared the name of a book. They shared a something or this or that. And then all of a sudden I'm at lunch and I'm talking to Stephanie and I'm like, oh, and she's like, well, what was the name of it? And I said, I can't remember. And then I pull up my my iPhone, open up plain text, go into my scratch pad, and I know what day it was. So I just scroll down to that day. And then right. it's like, oh, here's where I talk to him. Oh, it's this. I, it, it's at my fingertips at all the time. I, I love it. Scratchpad.txt. Just make your own and have fun with it. Wonderful. You know, it's fascinating to me. I was just reading this post by, um, actually it was a Christmas list for writers by Mike Hyatt. And he was, it was a, 12 gifts for writers for Christmas. And it was interesting because, you know, in there he's got like a moleskin notebook and, you know, we were talking about UPAD and, you know, there's just so many different ways to do this stuff. Uh, you know, the getting things done method, GTD, they say, bottom line is find something and stick with it. You know, it's got, it's gotta be effective for you. And I think it can be dangerous as people jump from product to product or system to system you know, every, every time you change your system, Cliff, I'm assuming it gets better. It does. You know, and that's that's the goal, you know. So it's just my encouragement to folks. A lot of times you're chasing the system and you should be chasing and pursuing productivity. And, and I might sound really simplistic, like, duh, Andy. But, like, that's 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 the Facebook lesson for me is I, 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 let, I let the tool control me instead of me controlling the tool, you know. Yep. And, and I think that's important. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. I mean, th- how I've done to-do list. Gosh, since, how many episodes are we into this now? I forget. 108. 108. One, yes, thank you. 108. Lost reference. Um, by the <laughs> way, I'm I, I'm just now confirming your friend request on Facebook. So, um, I'm yes. sleep better tonight. We are now friends. Uh, so, yeah. anyway, um, that, that, that's the thing. Out of 108 episodes, we've I've probably had at least 
four or five different methods of organizing my to-do list. Sure. At least that many. And and the thing is, is, is it's not find one thing and stick to it. It's find one thing that works for you and continue to use it until it doesn't work for you anymore. Yeah. And, and for me, I'm one of those guys that, that sometimes I get bored with doing something a certain way. And sometimes it's just changing it to a different way. Um, it just, it just makes it fresh and new. And it's like, I feel like, oh, this is cool. And, and sometimes I just need that little bit of spark of, of freshness to, to keep me motivated to, to stay organized. Yeah. So, uh, what else do we got on here? Well, you know, there's an app that I, um, I, I purchased for the sake of the community. <laughs> nice. Um, it's called Layers and, uh, Jim Bramo from Michigan, uh, alerted us to it. Oh, you bought it? email yeah it's 12 bucks okay cool so um, i tell but, us about it well here's my here's what i thought it was and then here's what it is and if i'm not using it right then please jim tell me so or someone else tell me so but essentially it's a screen capture app but it'll capture all the things on your screen or screens in layers so instead of just taking a screenshot you can actually take a shot of your desktop let's say you have five things open it'll capture like for instance, it'll take your desktop icons. That's a layer. It'll take my wonder one wonder list. Uh, that's a layer. Uh, my Chrome window that's open. That's a layer. All these things are different layers. My menu bar. Those are layers. The icons in my menu bars. Those are layers, which I really like. But what I thought it did is I thought it would take like a window, uh, an individual window, and take every element out of it and make an individual layer which would be a ton. I had to get that would be hundreds, right? Because there's hundreds of elements on each page. But what it does is it takes sort of bigger layers. Like it'll, it'll basically, I feel like it takes screenshots of different layers, right? Right. Um, and then it puts them to a, a Photoshop file. And so then you can work with those individual layers. But the thing that frustrates me is like, I, I wanted to, let's just say you go to a, a listing of, this is a real practical example. Let's say I'm studying, and this is something I would do. I would go to the top uh, 25 podcasts listed in a category, and I want to study their um, album art, okay, and figure out what, why, you know, what are what are good ones, what are bad ones, so on and so forth. Well, what I wanted this tool to do, and maybe it does again, please, if I'm wrong, tell me. But what I wanted it to do is I wanted to do a, a screenshot of that, and then it would automatically take each one of those and make them individual images. Yeah. Right. But it didn't do that. It just takes, but it does do that with my menu bar. Cause like in my menu bar in the top, yeah. I've got Dropbox, I've got Evernote, I've got the text expander, I've got Cloudly or the cloud app. I've got better touch too. I've got all these little ones. It'll take each one of those and make them individual icons so I can take them and drag them around, which is cool. But I thought it was going to do that with a bunch of elements within a window and it doesn't do that. Right. So I don't really know why I wish it would. And if I'm doing it wrong, please tell me cause I want it to be right. So for twelve bucks, I'm not. I've got other ways of, you know, maybe for designers it would be helpful. But for me, I, you know, I'd rather just use the native command shift four or whatever the the the, the shortcut is for, um, you know, for taking a, a either a screenshot or a, a capturing an area of your screen. Yeah, the, so. the I I th- I think I like the concept here. I did not buy the application because it you know it is on sale for twelve bucks, but it's not on sale for twelve bucks in the app store. And I'm trying not to buy if, buy anything outside of the app store unless I absolutely must. Right. Uh, because if I if a program is useful enough for me to buy it, I'm going to want to use it on all my computers. 
And, yep. and so I, I saw this and, and I, I wouldn't have actually assumed it, that it would actually have each of those elements from within a window in a separate layer. But uh, I'm trying to think of where this could be useful. And um, I guess I guess the idea is if you wanted to take a, like, for example, you wanted to take a picture of a, scr- a screen grab of your desktop and you wanted to display that, let's just say, in a, in a photo or a, in a keynote presentation. Well, right. it's like, oh, man, I wish that I wish it was actually that window would have been centered or moved over here. And 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 of course, you, you know, you can move things over. But then, of course, what about the background, the desktop image itself? And and, and so what's cool about having these layers here is that you can it, it's almost like just like you can move the windows around on your desktop in real time. It's yeah. almost being able to move the windows around inside the snapshot. Yeah, that's that's I think that's a good distinction is that you're not just it literally takes a, a picture of your even if you can't see your desktop it'll take a picture of that. Even if you can't see your icons it'll take a picture of that. Even if you can't see the window below your window it'll take a picture of that. So, it literally if you had four layers, you hit the capture and it captures all four of those layers. One thing it does do very quickly, but I think there's other apps that have done this that, that you and I've talked about in past shows, is when you do a web a web I'm trying to remember what they call it. Yeah, I just called a web shot. A, a web snapshot. Yeah, a web shot. It takes the whole page. It does do that. The, the whole, you know, like I did an end gadget um, a page snap, and obviously, you know, I had 100 comments. I, I love to go look at that. He like, was like, snap. <laughs> <laughs> and it, go ahead. And it, it, it so the, the whole image is, you know, eight screens tall versus just the, just the one that's visible. Yeah. So again, you know, for you for you listening and your in your work, this may be really helpful. You know, uh, I I, I think there are plenty of tools out there that that are supposed to do the whole screen capture and stuff like that. You know, I I, th- I think this might be worth twelve bucks if anybody's interested. Based upon what we're talking about here, go and watch the video. I I, th- I think the video does a pretty good job of explaining it and seeing what exactly how it works. And if it works for you, then you'll know it right away if you can put yeah. it to immediate use. I personally, I do a ton of stuff in Photoshop. This looks very appealing for me, and I'm glad that we've covered here this here because it, this this is one of those apps that is probably one that is likely for me to purchase in 2012. Uh, I'm not going to buy it now because I don't have an immediate use for it, but it's one of those ones where I can see that I probably will come up against something where it's like, wow, it'd be really nice to have that. And it's worth the twenty four ninety five to buy it in the app store, and I won't pay that amount until I've got a use for it. There you go. Hey, I have an app that has to do with images that is currently only ninety nine cents in the app store. Uh huh. And it is called In Paint. I N P A I N T. And if you pull it up um, in the Mac, by the way, these are Mac apps that we're talking about here. But InPaint is amazing, um, and I used it. In fact, if you go back to gspn.tv slash cruise, what happened was I actually looked for um, pictures on Flickr for the cruise ship that we were going to go on, and I saw and, and I went through and flipped through, you know, filtered the licenses and said I only want to see Creative Commons. And I only want to see ones that are allowed for commercial use. And I only want to see ones that uh, where they've given the permission to alter it. 
Right. And so I came up with a ton. I actually came up with quite a few pictures of this Norwegian sky cruise ship uh, that people have said, you know, you're free to do with it whatever you want. Um, so if you look at the picture that I had created, especially the one with the cruise ship with the two rocks on both sides, yeah. right, right, beho- right behind where it actually says aboard, uh, aboard the Norwegian sky, there were like seven, eight different people swimming in the ocean <laughs> right there. And what this, what this thing does in paint allows you to do is it allows you to take a photo and then take your mouse and just literally highlight over anything that you don't want in the image. And then yeah. you click the little in paint button and it immediately, it like magically erases it. And it brings what would typically what you would assume might be behind that thing. And it's there. It, it just works. Nice. You know, by, by the way, and it's like on, on the rocks on the right over across from the ship, there was a lifeguard sitting there. No, life, yeah. no lifeguard anymore. I mean, yeah. not and and the uh, ship out at sea, uh, off to the left of the ship, it had um, it had uh the the chain for the anchor, and that it's not there anymore. And uh, and Vicky says that Photoshop does that. It's called content content aware fill, and I does and so I'm gonna ask Vicky, does Photoshop elements uh photoshop elements do that does do does it do that but uh and she says it's not quite simple as paint but still easy to use but i'll tell you what for 99 cents in paint was a godsend because last night i was trying to you know find an image without tons of people you know basically swimming and snorkeling and all this other stuff right and uh you know this this actually did a very nice job sweet for 99 cents you know yeah and she says she's not sure if elements has it she has photoshop the professional version so i just have photoshop elements and but it it it, this thing in paint works perfect it's beautiful uh let's see here so we talked about that 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 sketch tell us about sketch well if you use evernote uh and a lot of our listeners do and i know a lot of friends who do uh sketch has been purchased by evernote that happened sometime this year and sketch is a it's actually it's a lot like layers and does screen captures and image captures and you can uh, write on them and add arrows and things like that where they've come out with an ipad app uh, which again uh, given your 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 situation it may or may not be useful but i still feel like the the if, if you work for a business you have to go sit and go meet a customer at their home uh, you know, then I think an iPad with a camera would, or your realtor or, you know, I'm, I'm just imagining, uh, you know, all, you know, you, you, you do kitchen cabinets. Uh, you go walk into someone's kitchen and uh, you say, okay, well, here's how we would reconfigure this. And you take a picture of it and you can draw on that picture using Sketch. Mm-hmm. So that's what Sketch is essentially. It's a, you're able to do arrows and circles and drawings and so on and so forth. Um, but I think it's a pretty well done a desktop program. I have not seen the app. I don't even know if it's a free app or not, but um, I, I think Sketch is a good program. I trust Evernote. And then if you do use Evernote, I, I know that it, it it will incorporate with Evernote so you can save it uh, to your Evernote uh, program since it's, per, since it's owned by the same company. Are you uh, on the paid version of Evernote? I am. And how much are, is your monthly there? 
I don't know. I think I paid one time and that's it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Eric Fisher says Skitch is a is free in the Mac App Store. There you go. Well, yeah, it's free in the Mac App Store. This was the iPad version that I was mentioning. Gotcha. Well, I'm gonna, iPad version. I'm clicking. I'm I'm getting the Skitch for the desktop right now. Oh. As we speak, it is now um, downloading. Trying to, um, trying to see how much the Evernote uh, Pro costs. Uh, go premium. There we go. Yeah, I started to use Evernote more and more. I keep uh, 40, hearing, go ahead. Five dollars a month, forty-five dollars a year. So okay, yeah, sixty or forty-five. You know what's weird is um, uh, I'm going I'm going to share something. I I did something that I said I would never do. Have you ever done that before? Um, yeah. I I I have done something that I said I will never ever 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 do, and that is I got a credit card. For business purposes, uh huh, I and in and, and I, I'm I'm not kidding you. I am like Mister Anti Credit Card, uh huh. But I did, I did decide that I wanted to go ahead and get a credit card. And the reason for my getting a credit card is for I wanted to start racking up some Sky Miles, some frequent flyer miles. And I so I got an American or not American Express. I got a uh, American Airlines Visa uh-huh. card and the, the A Advantage card. And um, why did I bring this up? Oh, so one of the things that I'm doing is I'm actually switching everything over, all of my auto bills and, oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. all of this other stuff to it. But um, one of the things that I noticed is that uh, LastPass, my LastPass slash Xmarks uh, subscription just uh, canceled, it said. You know, it, it they sent me an email yesterday on the 21st saying that it was, you know, that you're... Your, your expiration date's coming up on the 21st or they sent it to me two days ago saying it was the 21st. And then right. this morning I got another one saying your uh, your last past account is now expired. Uh-huh. And so I don't know if Stephanie still has access to all my passwords or, you know, because huh. that's one of the benefits of, of the, the premium is that, you know, I'm able to share my passwords with her. So I guess I'll find out later today when she goes to process all the shows if she's if she can get in or not. Well, based on hearing your earlier episode, you may want to you may want to reach her before she finds out she doesn't have access to the episode, <laughs> to the passwords. Well, the thing is, it's only unless tw- you kissed and made up after the episode. Oh yeah, we're fine. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it, there, it's only twenty dollars a year for LastPass and Xmarks, which is no big deal. But right. the thing is, is I went in and it's like, okay, it says it's expired. And so I go in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay for this. I want to pay this time. I want to pay for it using my credit card because I'm putting everything, all my expenses onto this credit card and then I'll pay it off at the end of the month. Right. And so I do this and it says, hey, you can't, you know, just so you know, you, you, you have a subscription through PayPal. Our recommendation is that you cancel that first, you know, before moving forward. And it's like, I don't have a subscription for PayPal. And I've gone in and I've looked at all my subscriptions and there's absolutely guaranteed no subscription there. And it says, and it keeps telling me that I should cancel it. And it's, and I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, well, is it charging me? Is it not charging me? I don't know. So finally, I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to renew LastPass. It, it, I, I went in to renew it three different times. And every time it's telling me that I need to go cancel <laughs> my PayPal and, and the thing is, is I looked at my active subscriptions and I don't have an active, I've got three subscriptions. I've got, um, buffer app. I right. have my website payments pro. 
uh, which is where my e-junkie cart comes from. And then I actually have e-junkie, my shopping cart solution. Those right. are the only three active PayPal subscriptions that I personally have. So I don't know. I, well, they are really into security. You know, their last pass, their password company. Yeah, I so know. they are, they are overly concerned about your security. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's no way for me to go in there. Normally, if if you have an account with somebody, they would at least l- allow you to go in and say cancel my, you know, my PayPal subscription. I just want to make sure that they don't have something that I'm not seeing. But anyway, I I'm I'm still going to continue to use LastPass and Xmarks. I still want the premium version, but I'm going to have to wait probably two or three days, check my PayPal, make sure that I'm not missing something uh, before I go. I don't want them. The, I mean, it's 20 bucks, but still, you know, it's just the thing of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. I and, do. It's just wanting to have everything in order and, uh, you know, overcomplicating things. It's not, one of, not, with, not helpful. There, one, another thing that's been very helpful with this, uh, which, by the way, is the reason why get, me getting the credit card and trying to figure out, you know, how do you do a credit card inside of QuickBooks and, and all of that stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. The once I did all that, one of the things that I realized I was using my PayPal debit card for all of my business expenses, especially those monthly recurring ones and stuff like that. And Stephanie would pay all the bills on the PayPal. And of course, I don't enter those as I'm paying them. I just, you know, when the when the PayPal statement comes in, Stephanie would go over and just enter each line by line as things come in uh, as as or on the on the thing once a month. And so there's been a lot of, you know, ongoing business expenses of things that, wow, I forgot that I signed up for that. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and so now, you know, when those cre- when those things get charged, they're going to be charged onto my credit card instead of the business debit card. And so I'm going to be entering those as the expenses are charged. Oh, gotcha. And and so I'm creating the spreadsheet and it's really helped me because it's like, wait a second. Now I know exactly how much money is going out towards everything because I made a list and it's like I, I ended up cutting out quite a few things, saving, you know, probably saving about 50, 60 bucks a month. But still, that's 50, 60 dollars a month that I didn't need to have in expenses anymore. Now you can afford to get a um, fax line again. <gasps> yeah, actually. <laughs> um, real quickly, do you mind if I talk about credit card? Um, it's kind of business and I don't know how technology it is. But sure. It's business related. Yeah, yeah um, we got a couple minutes. It, I was, dude, I was so overwhelmed when I went to go look into rewards cards. You know, the, the you know, uh, are they are they called Sky Miles? Are they frequent flyer miles? You know, is American Express, is it, you know, are they taken everywhere? Visa, or is it, should I go Visa? Should I get cash back with Discover? What You know, what do I do? What And I knew that I wanted flights. And of course, then you have to find airlines that, you know, are going to go, especially, you know, I can't do Southwest Airlines uh, because they're not here in Cincinnati. That would be silly. So I decided to go to American and a couple different things that I so far from what I understand I like about them is that number one, there are no blackout dates, which means, you know, if I want to fly Christmas Sunday, I can fly Christmas Sunday. I, I can... There are no blackout dates whatsoever. Uh, the And by the way, let me pull up my scratch pad because I have these notes. Ha, ah, see? Of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> so um, actually, there's the cruise notes. Uh, do, 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 do. Here we go. So here's the thing. You What happens is you once you get your credit card, um, every dollar you spend 
equals one frequent flyer mile that you earn. All right. Now, the other thing that you'll want when you have a credit card, they create an A Advantage account for you or your frequent flyer account. And you actually have to call um, if you call uh, the if you go to AA.com, not Alcoholics Anonymous, but American Airlines and you log in. Uh, or actually you call them and say, hey, I, I don't know what my frequent flyer number is. You give them your information, the same information that's on your credit card that you got approved. Then they'll tell you what your frequent flyer number is. So here's the thing. I went through and I asked them all these informations, all this information. And this is what I learned. That you can earn on your credit card up to 60,000 frequent flyer miles. So that means okay. for the first $60,000 I spend on my card each year and they haven't yet confirmed to me if that's um annual or the the from the time i got my card but still sixty thousand dollars per year i can get up to sixty thousand miles now what how this works is to redeem them um i can get a uh, a round trip ticket for twenty five thousand sky miles so that means if I spend $60,000 on my card, which I'll have no problem doing within, you know, within 12 months for sure, that's, I, I'm not great at math, but that is at least two round trip tickets. Is that right? Right. Yeah, at least. So that's two. And, and here's the thing. Get this. Your round trip tickets for your 25,000 sky miles, there is no limit of where you fly inside the continental United States. So Beautiful. I can, if I just want to fly from here to Columbus or if I Sioux want to falls, here we come. Or if I want to fly to <laughs> Sioux falls, if I want to fly to LA, I mean, I can fly all of these places. And, uh, you know, so to, basically what this turns out to be is that I will get at least two free round trip tickets per year. Beautiful. And not only that, but when you are actually flying on American Airlines, if I fly from here to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I also earn miles on the flight and I actually get one fly mile for every mile between the airports. Nice. And there is no limit to those. And you can also get fly miles for, um, you know, staying at hotels and if you, you book through them. Um, if you can get fly miles for your rental cars and, um, one of the things that I learned and man, am I glad I learned it because I'm, I just, I'm getting ready. The first airline ticket I purchased, I, um, I went and got Stephanie's t- round trip ticket to Colorado cause she's going to a, uh, conference for, uh, John Eldridge's and Stacey Eldridge's, uh, captivating retreat. And, the I was looking at Travelocity and some of those other sites, and the the ticket to um, Colorado was going to be four hundred and eighty eight dollars, and the ticket back was going to be like six hundred and eighty dollars. Oh, and those those it's like wow, that that's just really expensive. And I was so I was talking to the the guy talking about frequent flyer miles. He says you should always use a you know aa dot com, and I and he says you, you know you always get the lowest right there. And I'm like yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> He's like, no, seriously, seriously, that, that, you know, all those other travel sites out there, they tell you that they have the best rate. No, you go to AA.com, you're guaranteed, and he says you're guaranteed to get the lowest rate. So you know what I did? I went to AA.com and it's $209 to go to Colorado. And it's, wow. Two, it was, That's left. Yeah. And it was $209 on the flight back. It's the same 
flight, same flight number. And so Stephanie's tickets were basically $400 instead of, you know, 488 for the way there and 659 on the way back. Wow. So I booked that. And of course, you know, being the new subscriber that I am, um, I, I think the promotion was that I get $100 off on the first uh, flight that I booked through American Airlines. And that'll be a $100 credit on my first credit card statement. And if I spend $750 within the first three months, I get 40,000 bonus Sky Miles. And then I get another 10,000 if I spend $5,000. So I will have 50,000 Sky Miles or frequent flyer miles already by the end of uh, January. (laughs) So I can, I'm, I've already, I'm already earning this. And of course I have a business trip that I'm going to be taking in February down in Florida. And it's just, you know, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to have these frequent flyer miles because I spend lots of money for this business. And the cool thing is, is I'm actually treating this just like, you know, I would any, any money in the cash. So I will never spend more on this than I would have spent if it was a debit card pulling the money out. Yeah. And now the only thing is, is I'm earning free flights and, uh, I can, and in fact, I'm, I'm going to see how quickly I burn through $60,000, which I think I'll probably burn through that in about seven months. And I may actually get a sec, a, another rewards card for something else, or maybe even another airline to, to, you know, once yeah. that one's, you know, I, I'm not going to spend more than 60,000 on it, basically. Yeah. One thing you should do is run over to Chris Gillibo's site um, and take a look at his travel hacking club. Oh, yeah. Because one of the things that they do an amazing job of over there, and, and it's one of those things if you join, it's going to pay off very, very, very quickly, um, is that they do this. If you do any sort of consistent travel, um, he, he is what he says he is. He's a travel hacker. I mean, he's he's 16 countries away from being at every, from visiting every country in the world. Uh, and so he, he has this club and they all share, you know, sign up for this card and you basically get a free flight. I mean, there's just, you know, and, and not that you want to get into that, that circle of signing up for 30 cards in a year. That's not, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But there, there could be a few things there uh, at Chris Gilbo or you can just type in theartofnonconformity.com. And, uh, and and just or Google the travel hacking with Chris, and I, you'll probably find something that uh, uh, that you'll you'll uh, you'll find interesting or help when it comes to your if you're going to do some you know consistent travel for the year, which it sounds like you might have. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, going to be some doing trip. some travel in 2012. It's one of my yeah goals. yeah, and I am too. I'm pretty excited about um, you know I, I I have at least at least two trips, one in January, one in um, February back to Nashville and um, maybe one to Colorado. So uh, it'll be a pretty good year for that. Vicky says, can you talk about Google Schemer? I don't even know. I, I saw all kinds. We'll talk of, about that next week. Okay, cool. Because I, I still don't even know what it is. I, I remember I people talking about it, but uh, I never looked at it. Cool. Oh. And Eric says, did we talk about Facebook friends? No, yes. we talked about Facebook enemies. So. <laughs> So Eric, it, it, you'll have to listen. We're, but just so you know, uh, yeah, let's see. Andy and I are, are friends again. Yeah, and this is what it's going to come because see, people view Facebook differently. So some people are going to be like, "Andy's a jerk" because he unfriended me, and I'll be like, "Do you really want to know everything about me?" And then some people might go, "Yeah, I kind of do," and I'm like, "Well, then I'm a jerk because, yeah." 
So, but I'm okay with that. That's that's what uh, I was talking to uh, Dan Miller, and no, no, I was talking to Andy Andrews, and he was talking about uh, how Dave Ramsey had somebody tweet about like, Dave, I can't respect you anymore based on your opinions about wa- Occupy Wall Street because he's really he rips on Occupy Wall Street people all the time. Yeah, and Dave replied, "I can live with that." Yeah, basically maybe. like, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep, sorry, you know, and I don't want to be a jerk about stuff, but it's like, I just you know. It's my Facebook profile. I can do what I want to do with it. You know, you can absolutely, absolutely. Even even if somebody like me completely disagrees with you, it's uh, it's not my Facebook account. It's yours. There you go. Awesome you. stuff. Love it. All right. Well, here we go. Latin Havana music. Yes. This is your this is your subliminal way of uh, getting people to sign up for the GSPN cruise. That's right. That's right. Oh. Although. I wish I could tell you just to go to gspn.tv slash cruise and get signed up today, but uh, it is only going to take you to the information that is soon going to be changed. Uh, Well, it'll happen. Yeah, it will. Anyway, Andy, I hope that you have a good Christmas and that that on Sunday morning you magically wake up with some kind of amazing, you know, post-Christmas Scrooge spirit of Christmas. I'm not nearly as Scrooge as you, but... uh, (laughs) But, uh, but, you know, we can sit in the corner and, and drink our, you know, half milk, half eggnog and, and, and grumble. So very cool. You know, my friend. No, it, it, it'll be a great time. And uh, we got, we got more blessings than we can count. So, uh, thanks to, also to the listeners, your blessing to us. And otherwise we'd just be two geeks talking to each other. So thanks for, uh, feedback and, and, uh, please keep coming. We appreciate it. Are we going to be, you're going to be here next week with us? I will be. Excellent. And uh, I do know that we have, just real quickly, preview, we have on who, no, that's not, that's, uh, those are all Balanced Living Weekly. You know what? We don't have any Business Tech Weekly feedback. No, wait, we do. We have. Did did you get that hate mail? I got some hate mail. Yeah, I got all the hate mail. I just deleted deleted all that stuff. Oh, okay, good. Thanks. Thanks for Um, protecting my ego. We do have Andy, I don't know who that is, Andy layman probably and then dave so we do have two pieces of audio feedback for next week but we would love more yeah absolutely questions love questions and uh any kind of applications that you're using in your business we would love to hear about it and uh i guess until next time my friends we encourage you to join the community